0: So let's talk about what's trending in the news. We have the the Stampede in Korea, South Korea. We have DeVito, the Nigerian Afrobeats artist, uh, Sun Drowned. And then we have Takeoff from the Migos group. So that's Takeoff, Offset, and Quavo. I believe they're all cousins. Well, one of them passed away. Takeoff passed away. So let's talk about... um, uh, reaching levels of success. Um, and I think what happens, what what I believe is that black folks, whenever they reach a level of success, they don't want to let go off of thug relationships, right? Or they feel obligated to keep relationships that they had before they get successful. And majority of the time, the relationships that they 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 are known for, those relationships are street from the streets, so they feel like um, oh, they'll maintain and keep those relationships. And unfortunately, we've seen over and over a lot of those rappers end up losing their lives based on the fact that, you know, those street relationships they had prior or thug relationships that they're maintaining end up costing them their lives. Now, let me tell you something. You see, when it comes to self-preservation, obligation go out the door, loyalty go out the door. You should not be loyal to anyone or obligated to anyone who threatens your life. And when I say threaten your life, I mean if every time you get around them you have to worry about getting hurt, getting killed or something going on, or something going down, you need to cut that relationship off. You don't need to have any kind of friendship or relation with people that you don't feel safe or secure around. I don't give a shit if they did things for you or help you. Some of them, some of these rappers maintain these thug relationships because the people help them get to where they are. Hey, again, when it comes to self-preservation, loyalty and obligation, go out the door. Your life is the most important, is the most important thing, more than obligation and loyalty. It's unfortunate what happened to him. Uh, He went to a party, him and Quavo, that's his brother, Shots fired. He got killed. The rumor saying it was somebody from his camp, from his circle, I guess his bodyguard. We don't know how true that is. I'm just, it's alleged, right? That, you know, it was a, a the, uh, I guess he was firing and it accidentally hit uh, takeoff. But again, if you have if you're hanging around thug people, you're going you're gonna to have to hire a thug bodyguard. I mean, you hire a thug, thug bodyguard. He's going to act like he's in the wild, wild west when they, when, whenever there's a threat, right? So again, whenever you reach levels of success, you need to stop hanging around people who threaten your life. They may not threaten your life directly, but the people that they hang out with, right? So again, um, black folks need to stop that shit. You're not obligated to anyone, uh, Or or shouldn't be loyal to anyone that don't uh, uh, that you can't be secure around. Especially if your life, if every time you hang out with them, every time you go hang out with them, you're worried that something's gonna happen, like you're gonna get shot or something's gonna go down. Then you need to take take yourself out of that environment, right? If you feel the need, you don't have to continue the relationship, but you don't have to. You just don't have to be in the same space. (laughs) That's what I meant. I'm I'm saying. Don't be in the same space with them. That that would leave you open to getting getting hurt because self-preservation is about keeping yourself safe, especially away from harm. So that's on takeoff. Now let's talk about the, the, the stampede in, in Korea. This started years ago in America. It's called a flash mob. Basically what it is, is every time there's a, a something going down, an event going down somewhere, people get on the internet, young people do this. They get on the internet and they start to incite People, a crowd of people, to show up. It doesn't necessarily have to be a celebrity that's going to be at the spot. It's just something they started. It's a fl- we we call it flash mob here in my um where I'm where I'm from. It's a flash mob. Um, I it, it happened last year in one of our malls. A group of kids decided to um, hang out in the mall, and they turned it turned into a flash mob because it was spread. Um, I think they were having some kind of giveaway or something, something was going down at a store, one of the store in the mall. I can't remember exactly what it was. And you know, young people get on the internet and, and then incite a mob of people and a mob of people showed up and they had to close the mall down. One level of the mall, they bum rushed because the that mall had two levels. So it wasn't the entire mall, but one level where that store was, they were giving away something. And they flooded the mall, a flood just, just just for the heck of it, right? They had to close them all down. This this stuff happens all the time. Fortunately, where I'm from, it happens, it doesn't, you know, there's no no um no one died, but you know, at the at 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 the concert that happened, that big concert, I forgot who the rapper was, the same thing happened. They had a stampede. Um they tend to have this push thing when they're when they're in the crowd, right? Like push, push, push. They they jam up themselves. They're like jammed together like sardine, packed like sardine. Now, what I the video I saw of the Stampede in Korea, the um the the, the weirdest thing was, I saw different footage. The weirdest thing was they were so packed and jammed together, and people were passing out, and I and and they still wouldn't move. They still kept on moving. They just they, you know. When I say move, they didn't disperse. Disperse when they saw people passing out. They must have thought it was a joke. Like people passing out was a joke. But these people were passing out because they were suffocating. Suffocating, or they suffocated? Right. They're saying you shouldn't call it a stampede because a stampede is basically when people trample all over you. Uh it's a, it was a crowd surge, um, and it, uh, the people. Most of the people died from cardiac arrest. Uh they, you know, so. But when I saw some of the footage I saw, these people were passing out. And they and you would think that the crowd would disperse? No, they, it wouldn't. Now, who do you blame? The police kind of took responsibility because they said they did get calls, but they didn't get there in time. But I don't think at this point the police could have done anything anyway. It was up to those individuals, those young adults, people there, to start to disperse when they saw people falling out. People from there called the police, but at this, again, they wouldn't move. Like you know, they saw people passing and they wouldn't move or they could. when I say they would't move, the ones in the, the further back kept pushing forward, so the ones that were centered in the middle, um, they could move. so it's unfortunately, it's unfortunate what happened? Um, you can't, who is to be blamed you You really can't blame anyone. Um, we uh, I remember when my son was sixteen, we had we hosted a Halloween party. I live on a dead end street and it's very small. It's a private road, but it's dead end. <coughs> he told me about 60 people. I have a big backyard. We had a bonfire going. It was warm. The weather was nice. So we lit up a bonfire and we decorated the backyard, right? And six, more than 60 people showed up. We might've had like a hundred people in the backyard. Um, next thing you know, when I looked outside, The road was flooded because the backyard couldn't, you know, it couldn't hold anymore. The road, the little road was flooded. My parking lot was flooded. Now I live on a dead end. So where my house is, is actually at a dead end of the street, a little street. When I looked at the end of the street, it was so short, it was packed. And I'm like, oh no, I had to go in, shut the music off, went outside and tell everybody to leave. I said, that's it. It's done. They started moving away. And the ones in the back started moving away. I'm like, because I feared, I feared that something was going to happen because it was just too much people, too much kids. I asked my son about it and that's what he told me. He said, yeah, they went on, um, somebody went on the internet. That's when this this thing all started a long time ago. It's called a flash mob and said there was a, there was a, 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 a Halloween party at my house and everybody should show up there. Like, this is what they do. Remember now, this was an invite only, Right. But for some reason, a flash of kids, a mob of kids just showed up, right? I was okay with the people in the backyard because, you know, it was controllable. But when I looked outside and I saw that they couldn't, we weren't letting anybody else in the backyard. We had like a hundred kids in the backyard. We, were, I had security. I did hire security. No, I'm not playing. I hired security. And I had every one of them checked before they went in the backyard. They were checked. We checked. We checked. We had them take off their shoes. We had them because... No, I'm a mother. So, you know, and if other kids are sending their kids here, I'm going to make sure they're safe. But when I looked out on the street and I saw that because they couldn't come into the backyard, they started to congregate out on the street, jam packed. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. So I shut it out. Right. So, um you know, that whole flash mob uh, crowd search thing is something that these young people do and they think it's funny um but i hope we could all learn from this um and there's nothing much the police could have done anyway it wasn't a, it, it's not a planned event where somebody planned it right and then they had to they had security to make sure it was on a street <laughs> you know like a street fest it was on a street the bars and clubs were there i don't even know how you know um maybe they were so packed up the 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 capacity of people there allowed they they couldn't they had to stay on the street. Who knows? But it's a it's it's a popular spot that people go and hang out and hang out. But this is the first time something like this happened. And I guess because of the COVID restriction was left, everybody just showed up. But again, kids like to pack together and jam themselves together. It's something they do. It's unfortunate. Um and again I hope we can learn from it. Now um as far as uh the other um thing that I wanna talk about, uh the the Nigerian um singer, uh, Davido, his son drowned, his feral son drowned in their pool. I guess he wasn't home. We we're still, the full story hasn't come out, but what they're saying that is the, the authorities kind of pulled the whole staff that works at the house. They showed the house. It's a very big pool. Um, they pulled them in according to what, uh, they're saying the nanny, um, had a phone, had to take a phone call and she claimed she told the, the chef, to watch the kid. And he said, no, you didn't tell me to watch the kid. Um, but he got out and and that happens when you have a pool, just know that you have a young kid, the safest way to, because they're saying one entrance directly to the pool, the entrance directly to the pool was closed. So the only other way he could have gotten to the pool was through the kitchen, right? If he went through the kitchen, it's a big house. If he went through the kitchen, he could have gotten, that's the only other way he would have gotten to the pool. Um, but, uh, in the front entrance where he, you know, where everybody would access the pool from, I guess he wouldn't, that door was closed. That's what they're saying. They don't know how he got. Anyway, the nanny said she had to take a call and she told the chef to watch the, um, number one mistake. She told the chef to watch the kid. The chef said, no, you didn't tell me. Why would I? No. Anyway, while they were there searching the house, the first thing they should have thought of is the pool. But while they're searching the house. The security guard decided to go look in the pool, and I guess if he was in the pool, so um, it's it's really unfortunate. We have an uh, I had an above ground pool, and what happens is when we first got it, and I, you know, um, my kids, even my older daughter at the time, they were you know in the pool. I would go in with them. I wouldn't let anybody watch them while they're in the water. I I'm just paranoid like that. I take the initiative. Right. And at night when we're going, when we would cover it at night and even during the day, even when I'm home with my little one um, for the summer, I keep it covered where he can take the cover off of it and go in. And then as he get older, we put it up, up say you're not you're not supposed to go in. And every time he goes in, I either go in with him or I, I would stand there and watch him. Right. I would not be texting on the phone or talking on the phone. I would just, all my attention is on him until he gets out of the pool. Even if he takes a bubble bath, he's 11 now. He takes a bubble bath. I tell him to leave the door open and I go by, I walk past it. He's 11. I mean, you know, that's how paranoid I am when it comes to water. Nobody could watch your kid and protect your kid the way you do as a parent. Nobody could do it. So in the case of DeVito and his three-year-old son, um, who, why blame, I mean, she got a call. She should have took the kid with her. Or she should have never, you know. I mean, that's the only thing I could say. You don't. When when it's a three-year-old, they're very inquisitive. So his first thought was, let me go find. Um, I remember one young kid drowned one year in the U.S. When the SpongeBob cartoon came out, the same thing. He thought he could go under the water. And he was a young kid. He thought that because SpongeBob was under the water, he was go. So he went in the pool, you know. Well, that's what, you know, that's what they were saying. He was always talking. SpongeBob was his favorite cartoon. So when they found him, he was in the pool. Um, When it comes to water, you have to be careful. You cannot let yourself get distracted for a minute. The only thing I could blame the nanny for is that when she said she'll take the call, she should have, uh, unless somebody was dying. (laughs) And then if somebody died, called her and said they're dying, they should call 911. When it comes to kids, they're very inquisitive. So... And, and they get into everything. So taking the call, that's the only thing I fault her for, saying she had, she had to take a call and she told the chef and the chef was saying, so it's a, it's a back and forth. Uh, and nobody wants to, you know, at this point, like I said, nobody could watch your kids and protect your kids like like you yourself, right? So you really can't blame anyone for when it comes to such things. They should have had that pool covered because I told you we had an above ground and I, I we, we don't have, we got rid of it. <laughs> we kept it covered. I kept it covered. When I say covered, I just didn't throw a a thing on top of it. We put the thing on top of it and it's, 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 it's tied down. Whereas my little one couldn't, um, untie it and go in there. So people cover your pools, no matter how big the pool is, you have covering, you could cover over it, right? Cover your pools. Don't assume that someone will, will always watch your kid.